Y'all set there? Ready to go. Ready to go. Set up there, Tex. Buenos dias. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Hawkeye Huddle here on 1700. I could be be Poppy on uh, Highly Questionable. Poppy? I I don't know that. Dan Levitard's dad. Oh, Dan Levitard. (laughs) Anyway, he speaks Spanish a lot. show. Um, we're, we're, on 1700, we're on 1700 and we're on the media com and now we're on, what did he say? We, uh, 100.9, the cub, the cub. So all Sweet. of our Templeton Rye, Kevin Borsman, tiny Templeton, Iowa, listening on 100.9, the cub. the cub. So all of you, uh, fans on the cub, we are Brett Ridge and Dave Creighton Jr. I'm Brett Ridge. He's Dave Creighton Jr. Yeah, we are clearly, not we are not one in the same. However, we're on this, uh, these airwaves. From 5 to 6 o'clock on Tuesday nights, uh, from most of the football season, well, all the football season through the basketball season, talking about University of Iowa sports, uh, August through March. And we always hope to go beyond. I think this year it's probably going to be like mid-March. That'll probably be about it. But that, that'll be good. And then, we're, we, you know, we fill in here. And right after too, the so. Hawks get knocked out of the CBI tournament. Yeah, well... Uh, and we, we can talk a little bit about whether that's even a possibility uh, as we go in uh, through today's show. If you uh, miss any portion of today's pro- uh, uh, show, it will be up on podcast uh, probably tomorrow morning. That's about when I get around to it at thehawkeyehuddle.com. That's thehawkeyehuddle.com. This is our 13th year of doing thirteenth year of doing this. So if you think that it's an odd show, it is, but we're still doing it. Whatever, so, tough. Yeah, hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> enjoy so, it. So uh, enjoy it for what it is, which is is a couple of guys who are going to sit here and, and break down University of Iowa sports uh, over the next hour. And, and uh, my friend here was in Mexico last week, rough duty. So he didn't really get it. You didn't get to uh, break down the, uh, the um, Outback Bowl with me, although no. I found it to be um, a somewhat cathartic experience to sit here and sort of just have a solo for a day, uh, which was which, fine. Was Trent you know. no help? Well, Trent was of, of, of great help, but it was funny because we went into the show and I said, all right, I'll, I'll go for a little while and then we'll start a conversation. And and then after 20 minutes of me talking, goes, I brought break. him in and he said, and he's like, well, we got to go to break. And I'm like, okay, okay, fine. But, uh, and, and we talked about it later. And he, as he knows, he starts, you know, every day off right. on his show at noon with basically going solo for a while and, or, or if Jimmy B's around, you know, but you, you can go for a while well, with your thoughts, you particularly know, on a bowl game, right? It should be noted that I don't think Jimmy B gets up before noon. Well, this, which is why Trent starts the day off going five, 10 minutes on his own. I don't own even think I want to talk about him because, yeah. Uh, anyway, it's fine. So, um, Outback Bowl, we we came back. We talked a lot about Iowa's lack of passing game. We talked a lot of bit of, uh, about a lot of different things. Uh, C.J. Beathard playing too long in the game. Uh, and I don't know. what I'm sure you hustled back and you listened to the podcast to know what I thought about all of this. Nope. Uh, yeah. Um, but at the end of last week, my prediction as we left the air, I, I didn't do a Templeton Rye last call that right. involved any scores. It was about that uh, we would have coaching changes. We were going to have coaching changes in this week, and right. I was well, right. You were, you were clearly right. Uh, and and there's more to come, uh, by the way. I, I, I there's believe. no way that Bobby Kennedy continues on with the staff. Is there? How can he? He he was a Greg Davis guy. He coaches the wide receivers. Our wide receivers are horrible. Horribly coached, in my opinion, they run terrible routes. And there's there's also the little recruiting snafu. However, it went down with right. the, those guys in Texas, and he's at the center of that too. So, uh, I, I, yes, and so Tom Tom Kakert, who we'll have on at the bottom of the hour, as we usually do, last week. Tom's quick to go down the road of well, part of the problem with the Iowa passing game is you know that they have bad bad receivers, lack of talent in the receiver core. But Tom did say you know it can't be all you know that you're missing Van Vandenberg. 
the question really there is, and you know, I I give it some of that. I gave it some of that, but I thought it's more about Greg Davis. But I watched last night. Oh my do you, gosh! Did, does, do you understand? Well, those those I, receivers <laughs> proved me wrong for Clemson. Deshaun Watson was great. His receiving core caught. Anything Num- near them? Was it number seven? Is that yeah. Williams? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Well, what? they had other guys too. They were well, six, just great. Sixteen or uh, he's a tight end, I think. Yeah, third, uh, sixteen, and but and then the little receivers. then the little white dude who's going to play for the uh, Patriots, of course. Uh, He'll be a fourth former round, two star going to play for the Patriots. Fourth right? round draft choice out of Clemson. It just shows scored what, five what touchdowns in the playoffs this year. And it or shows maybe in his last in two championship last games. But so that's that's it. Really does prove what good receivers can do for an offense. And oh, it by also, the way, it also a pro- good scheme. It also proves that if you consistently run pick plays, they're not going to call all of them. Uh, and if yep. you're running against man-to-man coverage, which Iowa faced virtually the entire season because there was no threat. Why wouldn't you? Of, of yeah. getting of getting beat deep, you have to rub guys off. And the play that Alabama ran, where they faked the the screenplay and three guys came down was the exact same play Iowa ran against Rutgers. The irony is we never ran it again. Never again. Never once. No. Yeah, that and it worked. Too good. You mean the one that where the guy got wide open? Yeah. Right? Yeah, Kittle. yeah, yeah, it was the same thing Kittle yeah, never ran it again. Now, maybe we did and we didn't execute it, but No, we never but ran it. I never again. saw it again. We probably didn't because Kittle was hurt and uh and they were afraid to run it again. Yeah, or, you know, some some going back to the Outback Bowl, a couple of things that I that I noticed is Obviously, the game changes if C.J. Beathard scores instead of just getting to the Coming one short, yes. and, and pulling his hamstring. And so pulling his hamstring takes away the quarterback sneak, which then we rely on 36 to make a block. And if he blocks the guy... Well, we run the, we run the twenty two package, which everybody sees coming, and and there's nothing there's there's nothing. There's a hole there if the fullback hits the guy who makes the tackle. He runs right by him. Guy makes a play. Iowa loses, and then of course they go down and score because we miss five tackles on one play. That's a fourteen point swing in that in that football game. To the extent then of course well, there was a then, series in between, but yes. regardless, and then we get the ball to start the the second half and take. Eight minutes off the clock and miss a field goal. Uh, you, so you are recapping. One of the things I pointed out last week is if you want to make uh, egg salad out of egg, whatever. I'm just saying there's, there, there, there's ten points yes, that Iowa gets. Yes, and and you're not you're not put in a position to have to throw all the time. Yep. And CJ made some bad decisions, partly because he couldn't move, partly because nobody was open, partly because Florida's not all that bad, especially in the back end. I think they're in top ten in pass defense. Um, number three. Number three. And so CJ plays horribly. I had a theory thrown at me. Okay, CJ Beathard had a baby between the end of the year and the bowl game, and. This doesn't have to do with the bowl game. This has to do with his entire season. Was he off kilter mentally? Was, uh, this is I'm throwing this out here. Was he concerned about the welfare of his girlfriend and his newborn <laughs> child to be? He's not married. No, I know. And, well, uh, he didn't have the baby batter on the brain, as in. But anyway, so <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. I mean, you know. Yeah. No. No. It's it's an interesting point because there are other things going on in his life. He's he is are, a yes. college senior. He's probably graduated or very close to being a, a graduate. But he had other things on his mind other than just 
playing football, as opposed to Matt Leinart, who took ballroom dancing and pottery his last year, last semester at USC, when he played and came back for his last year, quote unquote. I don't know. And I mean, I had a lot of people who, who, if you think about the way that C.J. Beathard played this year, it was certainly less inspiring than what we, I believe, we all would have thought of. And and I think the dude's a freaking warrior. He, you know, he played last year with an entire with a sports hernia that took Donovan McNabb out of the NFL, um, and maybe he's still injured to some degree uh, in that regard. He blows out his hammy in this football game and won't let the coach take him out, which I have a huge problem with. At some point, Kirk Ferentz has to say, "I am the boss. I'm the coach." You're the player, you're the inmate, I'm the warden, sit down. You're not going to help us win on one leg. And if I recall, the last time we played in the Outback Bowl, Jake played horrible. We brought in CJ, and he played the last quarter of that game against LSU, and it was a spark that the football team needed to the extent that we only lost by seven. didn't, Didn't Jake get hit? Pretty hard. Okay, whatever. He, yeah, he same, got, whatever. He yeah, got taken CJ out. was the last man to throw a touchdown for Iowa pass he, into for Iowa in the he, Outback He bowl. got taken out of the football yeah. game. And and what kind of experience? Ed Cunningham is a very smart guy, but he is a horrible pain in the ass to listen to when he's doing a game. When he gets on a point, unless it changes, oh, my gosh, why is he still you in the sure game? You sure you didn't listen to the podcast? You sure? I'm Because that was, my, that was my, my full rant. Trent will attest. My biggest rant of the whole thing was that Ed Cunningham got on it, and the whole thing looked worse to the Iowa fans who were frustrated by losing and to the national audience looked worse than it was because Ed can't, Cunningham could not let it go. I mean, right. it was every well, play. It, it was while, well, while uh, Florida had the football, he's still talking about it. It's like, dude, play another song, please. I just right. can't, you know. I, yeah, we were yeah. on con- constant repeat it, of, uh, of whatever song that he was into. It, it, it was crazy. But, but, you know, so nevertheless, I mean, a disappointing end of the season in that I think there were two key plays, uh, and obviously – if we score, you're up ten to three. The whole thing three, shifts and around, everything's, yes. and everything's different. Because you've been playing really well up until that point. That's right. And then coming out at the second half, having eight minute drive and missing. So if you score the touchdown and you hit the field goal, and it's thirteen, even if you give even them the 13 one, to 10. thirteen to ten, yeah, it's a different football game. Yeah. Uh, instead, it was ten to three, then it was seventeen, and then it was over. I mean, yeah, they call it they call it a blowout. They call it a shellacking and all that. And actually, if you watch the game. You know, Florida had Florida had we had the long play where we missed some uh, tackles, five five tackles on the one play, and one long drive. And other than that, it was a pick six and two interceptions being forced and and possessions being taken on the Iowa half the field. Right, they dominated defensively, but Iowa did have two drives. Well, Uh, you know, so the decision for Greg Davis to retire, quote unquote retire, um, because I don't think there was any question. No, in no, my no. opinion, that Greg Davis was asked to retire in a gentle yet. Here's your buyout, Greg. Greg here's you know, look, Greg. It's been a it's our horizontal a, passing game is horizontally horrible. 
How about we go for something a little bit more vertically challenged? Kirk sat down and said, a man walks down the road, Greg, and exactly. sometime he reaches the end of that road, and this is the end of your road. By the way, the road has ended for yeah. you. Um, I hope you enjoy it. Well, there was, your, there was no suspense either. I mean, and they Hawkeye didn't let it gear. sit, but there was really very little. It was fun for about two days to speculate on who the, they might get, well, but it was going to be Brian, and I, everybody knew it, right? It, well, how could it not be Brian? I mean, you don't have a guy retire without knowing that who your next guy in is. So here's let me I mean we so we know this I, I know but so Tom uh, last week I asked him I said okay I said Greg Davis is going to retire he said he is I said yes he is so let's go is it going to be Brian Ference and is that is it going to be because Brian for a number of different reasons but because but because that's a good thing because Brian's one of the few people that can really get Kirk's attention in terms of changing things it's funny because Tom and well I'm going to push him on this because he said no I don't think that's a good thing. And, I, and I'm like, okay, so maybe he doesn't want Brian to be no. – but what he meant was, and this is my question to you, if that's the only reason that Brian is a good hire in the mind of Iowa fans, we might have some trouble in terms of Iowa oh. fans because it's not the only reason he's a good hire. He may have that advantage but over a lot of other guys, and if that's the case, then that's kind of sad that Kirk wouldn't change, listen to another offensive coordinator, but Brian's going to bring some things to the table – that I think people are missing here from where else he's been. Well, I, I think he's going to bring a far more vertical passing game into this, and we're going to have a new wide receivers coach. I don't think there's any question about that. Brian doesn't want to coach quarterbacks. Greg Davis was a quarterback coach. So is it David Ray? I mean, who's the guy that's going to come in and coach the quarterbacks? Um, Chuck Long's got a good job. Brad Banks, eh. uh, you know. I Somebody threw out the idea that Marvin McNutt, as a wide receivers coach, isn't he coaching AFL or something? Uh, I, he must. I, I don't know. I think so. I think okay. it's like indoor football or something. Mar- Marv Cook, Cook's a heck of a high school coach. Uh, there you go. In, they're in Iowa City. There you Kids go. on the team playing quarterback. You know, Marv Cook might be an interesting guy to look at. Well, if he's and, interested in playing in coaching college. Now. Actually, that's know, an, you know. that's an excellent idea because that's if you think about it, Iowa City West had Reese Morgan. They were becoming a powerhouse in high school football, and Kirk went over to him. And Kirk's kids were city city high kids. They weren't right. West High kids. Right. So he went over there uh, to the other side of town and got him. I, Mar- that's a great idea. I, I mean, how many didn't they win like eighty four straight or something ridiculous? Oh, like, well, they, they finally won, like, lost five and, straight. Yeah, uh, I mean, how much titles? more can you accomplish as a high school football coach in two A? Hey, maybe it's time to lend your lend your uh, talents to. Uh, you know, I don't know. To, that's to a, the that's University an, of Iowa. Interesting. Uh, idea. Also, a former Patriot, so you just kind of keep that in the uh, in the in the. But they gotta the they gotta have a quarterbacks coach, um, and they don't have one on staff right now. So no, you have no. to. That's that was where the idea where I read about Ken O'Keefe was an interesting thought because, in spite of what people thought, our offense was twice as good under Ken O'Keefe. Yeah, well, uh, t- statistically. statistically, there are numbers out there. They were approximately, I think it was like 30 spots higher on average in the NCAA uh, rankings on the passing side and about 26 higher in the, uh, on, the, on the rushing side. So right. uh, it, it, they were just consistent. They, they were never, no, on they, average, they were, they, they were in the 30s to 50s. 30, yeah, you know, 30 to 50. Offenses, you know. We were 121. Right, this year. He won eight yeah. games. Right. Should have won ten. Imagine, should have won ten. It, with a little more, uh, it, and like I say, there, there were the two days that I looked at what we were doing offensively and I thought, we're, we're, gonna, we're not going to win. North Dakota State, right in the middle of that first half, I'm like, we're not doing the things that, that they're giving us. 
and certainly Wisconsin, where the defense was playing very, very well that day, we weren't. We were doing. We were doing nothing that made any sense whatsoever for trying to win the football game from the first quarter on. And you know, well, and, and, so. and even if you take the Penn State game, a game that Iowa had no chance of winning uh, after it started, and Penn State is pointing to things that happen. Clearly, we have got a statistical or a uh, tendency bias as it relates to formation and whatever. And I, I mean, I was watching in Mexico, and I'm like, I know what we're doing. You know, and and I suspect that seventy percent of the Hawkeye fans who watch that game go, "Well, yeah, we're going to do this or we're going to do that." And if you never, ever, ever take a chance to throw the football down the field, you're never going to complete a long pass. Oh. I mean, the only the two longest passes of this year, not to white, not to running backs, because screenplays, I'm not going to count them. Mm. Was the one against Nebraska, where? We beat the safety in slant. In, slant pairs, yeah, seventeen yard pass, right? Yard and Riley pass. took it sixty five yeah. yards. I think yeah. that was it. Yeah, um, Trent had the, the had it last week. I believe it was that the, the that this year there were only eleven times where he threw the ball further than twenty yards downfield. Further than twenty. Maybe it's 15. 15 or 20. Either way. 11 times, 30 yards in the air down the field. 30 yards in the air. If you look at the passing chart, it's just ridiculously, you know, it's just ridiculous. So That is so messed up. Now, so I believe we're going to change that. I don't know how much. The the most interesting part of this, and we can keep talking about it. Somebody's got to tell Oliver Martin he's going to come in and start. Well, Somebody needs to get with that soon because it mean, doesn't look good. That's the all right. We, we're, we're, all right. we got a lot. We got a lot more. We, we, we're going to have to take a break. It's going to have to. Take a break. Let's do it, shall we? I'm all right. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 Media Cup and the Cub. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, noon to three, and Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from three to six on 1700. 1700 KBGG traffic update. Taking another look at the roadways, watch out for an accident on MLK Parkway near Southeast 6th Street. The rest of the metro running accident-free out there, and that's a look at traffic. 1700 KBGG with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. Well, for tonight, clear to partly cloudy skies. Going to be calmer and drier out there, a low near 26. Mostly cloudy Wednesday, a slight chance of showers, mainly to our east in the afternoon with a high of 37. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Brought to you by Target. New year, new lunchbox go-tos, and Target has just the stuff. This week, get Go-Go Squeeze 4-Pack Applesauce or Whole Grain 6.6-ounce Goldfish for $1.99. Stock up on the good stuff, and you're good to go. Pricing may vary. Anytime Fitness has extended their Join for $1 sale, now through January 13th, you can still join for just $1. This is your last chance, one week only, Join for $1 this year. Get to a healthier place. Learn more at AnytimeFitness.com. Imagine a store that lets you get anything you wanted. An HD flat-screen TV, a high-capacity, ultra-quiet washer and dryer, a complete living room set. And imagine if you didn't need a lick of credit to get it. That store simply believed in you. Imagine if they even delivered it, set it up, and serviced it at no additional cost. Well, that store exists. That's Rent-A-Center. Imagine that. No credit needed. Affordable payment plans. Delivery, setup, and service included. Imagine new possibilities at Rent-A-Center. Rental purchase transaction. See store for details. 
Well, if you're having a nice holiday get-together, make it as simple as the Manhattan Grill on Grand Avenue in West Des Moines. A great sports theme, outstanding food, and Kim Hager and her outstanding staff are gearing up for the Christmas holiday season. So if you're looking for a great spot, impromptu Christmas gathering with friends, family, employees, make it the Manhattan Grill on Grand Avenue in West Des Moines. Home to college basketball all winter long. Cyclones, Hawkeyes, Panthers, and Bulldogs. Manhattan Grill, Grand Avenue, West Des Moines. As an independent agent, People's Insurance Agency can tailor a program that fits any situation. We offer all sorts of insurance programs, including hard-to-place risks, such as farms and ranches, hunting guides, and outfitters. We will provide you solid coverage, personal service, and save you money. For more information, please call 800-932-4801 or visit us online at peoples-insurance.com. Ring in the new year right by saving big at Schottenkirk Chevy in Waukee. Schottenkirk Chevy's sign and drive sales event. Current Chevrolet or non-GM lessees can save big with these super bonus tag lease offers. New 2017 Chevy Cruze. Sign and drive. $149 per month lease. New Chevy Trax. Sign and drive. $195 per month lease. Schottenkirk Chevy's sign and drive event. New 2017 Equinox. Sign and drive. $239 per month lease. New 2017 Silverado 1500 Double Cab LT. Sign and drive. $285 per month lease. Eight certified pre-owned Chevy Cruises starting at $95.90. Fifteen certified pre-owned Equinoxes starting at $15,590. Bring in the new year with savings at Schottenkirk Chevy in Waukee. Featuring $149 per month Cruises and $285 per month double cab Silverados. The sign and drive event. Schottenkirk Chevy on the west end of Hickman, Waukee. WaukeeChevy.com. Chevy, find new roads. 24 and 36 monthly, 10K per year. Resets Cruise, 14957 Equinox, 19125 Tracks, 14497 Truck, 25746 All rebates to dealer. First payment plus taxes and fees due with approved credit. Hey guys, it's that time of year again. Time to build up some equity for March Madness in the next football season. Tell that special lady in your life you'll do the laundry and you really mean it. Then grab the dirty clothes and head to Duds and Suds in Beaverdale. Drop it off, pick it up, all nice and clean and folded. She'll be amazed. Or wash while you wait. Enjoy a beer, popcorn, and the games on TV. Or shoot a game of pool. Duds and Suds, guys. Check it out. 2629 Beaver in Beaverdale. Duds and Suds. Asset Protection Agency and the Brighton Companies have now merged into one firm now known as Asset Pros. Whether it's auto, home, life, commercial insurance, and employee benefits, we have experts in every area to service your insurance needs. We see this as an enhancement for our customers. We still have the same West Des Moines location, same phone number, 515-223-1600, and the same great people working together to serve your financial and insurance needs. Asset Pros has evolved into one of the premier financial and business resource consulting firms in Iowa. We view our work with you as a partnership in helping you in your insurance buying needs. Asset Pros, making sense of today's financial and insurance choices. 515-223-1600. Well, they say a smile's worth a thousand words. Dr. Stephen Fuller, fullerdental.net. If you're looking for a new dentist, go with the pro. Dr. Stephen Fuller with two locations, east side of Des Moines and also in Altoona. Dr. Stephen Fuller is now open to take on some new patients in early 2017. Get a hold of Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Dental. Check them out on the web. Again, that great smile. Bring in the new year in 2017. Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dental, fullerdental.net. Back here at the Hawkeye Huddle, Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you. 71900, the big talker, Mediacom 22822, high def. 
And 100.9, is that right? That's what they say. The, the Cub. At a Storm Lake, Storm Carol. Lake, awesome. We're, we're, we're Live moving, at Buena Vista College. Right. The uni- BVU? The University? Up there? Buena Vista College. Uh, I think it's BVU. Is it? We, we probably should like check it out before. Well, we, your computer's yeah, up. Mine is Okay. Uh, anyway, I want to thank the great sponsors on our program. We have a number of them, of course. Uh, we just heard from several of them on uh, various commercial spots. But uh, those special and near to our and dear to our hearts have been with us for the last 13 years, of course. Uh, and now your um, uh, asset your pros, asset pros, yes. Which not, Brighton Companies has now become asset pros. We're into that's right. We've merged in. That's right. Um, Taking care of making sense of today's financial and insurance, insurance choices. choices. Yes, right. Kozlowski Law had dinner with Dave and Katie the other night. You did. Dude's lost like fifty. Really? Uh huh. He looks great. I didn't really look think of him as being heavy. Well, he's a big man. He's a tall man. He's a yeah. Tall man, but he's doing fantastic. He looks. Oh, good for him. He looks great. Good for him. That's yeah. cool. Did he eat then while you were having dinner? Oh yeah, with him? He, he eats fine. He eat, he's a he's a healthy eater. Uh, loves his salmon. Loves the salmon. I, I like the salmon. I hate salmon. I love the salmon. Can't stand. Not my thing. Uh, Shot and Kirk Chevrolet. I like other kinds of fish. I just not that yeah. one. And uh, good friends at Templeton Rye also sponsor the program for us. We appreciate that as well. And, of course, uh, all kinds of other good folks. Uh, you can hear the commercials in the breaks. But uh, thanks to them for helping us out. Um, a couple of other thoughts on the Ferentz thing. We haven't really talked basketball, but uh, on the Brian Ferentz thing, um, as you start looking at wide receivers, coaches that are out there, there's no rumor here. Just another thought that I've seen floated out there that'd be great. I don't have any idea whether a guy would step in and do this, but Daryl Hazel got you know let go by Purdue. Uh, he's been an offensive coordinator. He's been a wide receivers coach. He's been a number of different things. Uh, the old dude, head coach? Yeah. Well, going into this year, you know, uh, had you know he had pulled a few decent recruits here and there. That's an interesting idea. Uh, to see what kind of just just thinking about what you might need to do, uh, you know, and, and hey, in my opinion, pulling a guy who's been a head coach, I think that's a great yeah, idea. But you know, I, that, that's just it's a guy that's out there, and who knows? There might be some some Mid American school that's going to grab him. Who's anyway, Western so. Michigan going to get as their head coach? Didn't they hire somebody? I don't know. I'm asking. Uh, I'd have to look. I thought they'd already offered that to somebody. Maybe. Maybe. Well, might be another thing for him to go back and do. But you know, uh, I tweeted out this at, at Hawkeye Huddle, and he's at Hawkeye Huddle too. If you'd like to uh, follow us on Twitter, um, where the Western Michigan recruiting class was yes, effect- well, PJ Fleck flipped four or five or eight of them. Did he eight? Yeah, he was. He was eight guys after he moved over to Minnesota. To yeah. Minnesota, and and so I, I tweeted this question: Is Minnesota going to be happy with Mac action? talent which is reminiscent of the conversation that you always brought up as it related to Licklider and his inability to recruit Big Ten talent uh, it, and so, so okay Western Michigan had a couple studs they had a wide that wide receiver is fantastic yeah, play in the yeah, NFL. they had a couple good linemen this year right and that happens um in the Mac in the Mac it happens Illinois or Northern Illinois had that happen uh a couple years ago Western Michigan obviously uh had it happen I'm just curious as if now, Bo and Woody both came from the Mac, but they were at Michigan and they were at Ohio State. Dudes at Minnesota. It's an inner city school. It's a different. It's a different deal. 
It's way different than Kelms. There's a lot of lot of lakes to row. Yeah, it's it's a different it's a different look, a different feel, a different college town. It, so I'm not sure. I I I had the same thought. It, it because it connected me to the lick light. Well, that's exactly I'm glad, what I'm glad I you thought. can hear. You can just hear me talking to you because that's because and, when Todd Licklider came. And by the way, in, that's really bothersome. Like I'm in the so, morning, when I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, it. I think it was because I was watching Butler the other night, and I thought to myself. Uh, Butler, when when Licklider came in, he decided he could win in the Big Ten by recruiting the same guys he recruited for the Horizon League. And I understand that in the Horizon League, he won the darn thing, and they they had a great run through all to the final eight or right. final right. I get it, okay. And PJ Fleck had the same thing, but there's a difference between playing Big Ten football for twelve weeks or eight or whatever whatever, the, whatever it is. And coming and playing one game against the Big Ten uh, or two a year, and well, then playing the rest of them against the right. Mac. There's a difference. It, it's a big difference, uh, and the guy and your people have to be able to handle the physicality of it. I, it's it's a big difference, and it didn't work for Todd Licklider. That's he was convinced it would. I'm just right. going to bring the same guys over, recruit the same guys. We'll be back with Tom Kakert from HawkeyeReport.com when we come back here on the Hawkeye Huddle. News, talk, sports, yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. 1700kbgg, traffic update. Taking another look at the roadways, watch out for an accident on MLK Parkway near Southeast 6th Street. The rest of the metro running accident-free out there, and that's a look at traffic. 1700kbgg, with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. Well, for tonight, clear to partly cloudy skies. Going to be calmer and drier out there, a low near 26. Mostly cloudy Wednesday, a slight chance of showers, mainly to our east in the afternoon with a high of 37. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Brought to you by Denny's. Denny's $4 menu now offers twice as many options as before. Now you can get the super blackberry pancakes or the biscuits and gravy breakfast and so much more. All only 4 bucks each. Yeah, Denny's probably has the greatest $4 value menu in the world. Delivery from Staples. Staples guy. More storage bins? Great. Yeah, and you saved a ton with Staples 110% price match guarantee. I am resolved to getting organized this year. Now everything is boxed up and put away. Whoa. What was that? Oh, no. I boxed up Paul again. Resolve to get organized and get 20% off select office supplies. Staples. Make more happen. Applies to regular priced items only. Excludes ink and toner. Other restrictions may apply. Ends 114.17. Staples will match prices for items from retailers with online and retail stores and refund 10% of difference. See store staples.com for details. When you've been married for 45 years, you begin to... To finish each other's sentences. Like how Kmart is now... A preferred Medicare Part D pharmacy with... Co-pays as low as a dollar, which means we save lots of money. So I can finally build that... Woman cave in the basement, Loretta's lair. Wait, what? Oh, you heard me. Head to Kmart Pharmacy today for Medicare Part D copays as low as a dollar. Kmart Pharmacy accepts most Medicare Part D plans and is preferred in many. Visit any Kmart Pharmacy for details or go to kmartpharmacy.com to find a location nearest you. Make room for the new year, starting in the garage. At the Home Depot's Store More Save More event, get an HDX four-tier shelving unit, a $30 value, now a special buy of just $19.88. It'll hold up to 600 pounds, and it assembles with no tools, making quick work of a messy garage with very little work on your part. The Store More Save More event, going on now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through January 29th, in-store and online while supplies last. At Discover, we believe anniversaries should be a time of celebration, not obligation. That's why we think annual fees are ridiculous. 
And now, just for giving us a try, we're going to give new card members a one-year anniversary gift they'll never forget. At the end of your first year, we'll match all the cash back you've earned, dollar for dollar. No caps and no catches, because we know if you try us, you'll like us, and that's worth every penny. Try it and believe it at discover.com/match. Cashback match offer only for new card members. Limitations apply. It's time for the Iowa Wrestling Report, presented by People's Insurance Agency. I'm Trent Condon. In college wrestling over the weekend, the Iowa Hawkeyes picked up a pair of victories in Michigan over the Wolverines and Spartans. The Hawkeyes beat Michigan 31-7 in front of a sold-out crowd and beat up Michigan State on Sunday 44-0. The Hawkeyes recorded 37 takedowns and its largest win in the series against the Spartans since 1986. You and I came back from down 14-7 at intermission to knock off Northern Illinois 23-17 at the West Gym in Cedar Falls. And on Friday night, Iowa State falls to Arizona State 25-14. In high school wrestling, Southeast Polk made the trek up to Wisconsin for the Cheesehead Invitational. The Rams put together a great showing once again across teams from across the country as they finish in sixth place. This Iowa Wrestling Report presented by People's Insurance, providing solid coverage, personal service, and saving you money. Get a quote online at People's Insurance Agency at peoples-insurance.com. Centurion Stone of Iowa is proud to be the leading provider of stone veneer in Iowa. Centurion Stone has the look and feel of natural stone with the ability to create over 200 color and patterns. If you're looking to enhance your home's interior, Centurion Stone can update your existing fireplace with a stone finish. And Centurion Stone of Iowa does business all over the state, from Dubuque to Denison, from Davenport to Des Moines. Happy New Year from Justin Luch and Joe Farron, as well as the entire staff at Centurion Stone of Iowa. And remember, it's Centurion Stone of Iowa, helping homeowners and businesses throughout the entire state. CenturionStoneOfIowa.com If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practices exclusively in family law. He's located at 37 37 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give them a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, 515-226-0150. When it comes to outdoor repairs at your home or perhaps your business, turn to the professionals at Spec USA in Des Moines. Spec USA, where Matt Mauser's outstanding crews provide professional concrete work conscientious, timely, and affordable. From parking lots to porches, from the decks to your front doors, turn to Spec USA. So if it's decorative or commercial concrete that you need, one name, Spec. See their showroom at 4100 Merle Hay Road in Des Moines. SpecUSA.com. More tame version out of the holidays. Yeah, out of the, I was going to say, uh, uh, Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com is online with us now, and, and I, I want to go over something he said to me last week because I can remember what he said to me last week. I think we, we, we had 
a little bit of a pre-holiday get-together you and I did before we came on the air two weeks ago. And it maybe, was fine. And it was fine. Okay? So if it offended anybody, we apologize. But we went and had a little fun and maybe a little – it was a little – it was one of – we pre-gamed very quickly. And the problem with a quick pre-game is it hits you a little faster. Yeah. Uh, the problem, Tom, is that Ridge cannot hold his liquor. Uh, yeah, right. Never, never done it. So, uh, Tom, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I can barely hear you guys. So, uh, well, then we'll okay. speak louder. Well, yeah. maybe speak loud. Help us, help us out with that. So, Tom, last week, as we're uh, you and I were on the air, we were talking about uh, the possibility of Brian Ferentz uh, being moved uh, to the offensive coordinator's position, and I, I'm trying to remember exactly because it seemed like at the time you thought that wasn't the greatest idea, and I, I'm, I'm wondering if you want to maybe you can clarify because it, it seems like now. You felt pretty good about it now this week, and and was it is it because it, it it if if he's the only person that can bend Kirk's ear, that's a problem. Uh, I I've never been against Brian or, or thought it was a problem. I just I thought people would probably have a problem with it. Okay. Um, but Brian's. I've said this for a long time, probably to you guys. Probably I, I know I've said it on our our own podcast that over the years Brian's the guy that can get the old man to bend a little bit on some things. So uh, from that perspective, Brian is a great hire if you're looking for a little more, um, I guess, diversification in the Iowa offense. Uh, Brian is the guy that, um, that I think Iowa fans want to be running the offense uh, from, from here on out. And I, I think he's He's a really good hire. Now, having said that, this is like Kirk Ferentz, the poker player, putting all of his chips into the middle of the table. Because if this doesn't go well, it's Kirk and Brian that are gone at that right. point, I, I would think. If it goes well, then uh, Brian Ferentz is probably going to be the next coach, head coach at the University of Iowa. I think that's just where we're at right now. No, I think that's an excellent summation. I, I, and the one thing that Brett and I have been sitting here talking, and I've I've been thinking about, is you got to have a quarterbacks coach, who yeah. is assigned to work with young quarterbacks. Uh, Stanley is going to be a sophomore next year. We don't have a quarterback coach. I know David Ray, who was essentially I don't even think he ever played a down, but he was in the program. Uh, as an Iowa quarterback, um, is there any other names or anybody else that you're hearing that might be uh, applicable to that? And then also a wide receiver. I believe we're going. I think Kennedy's going to be gone, and we're going to have a situation there where we need another wide receiver coach. And Ridge has brought up the old Purdue coach as a as an excellent viable option. Do you have any thoughts or insight on that, Tom? At this point, I don't. Um, David Rye makes a lot of sense um, because he's got ties to the University of Iowa. I know this is a job that he would enjoy having, and um, and he's a very good quarterbacks coach. What what I think you're going to see is maybe some of this stuff it kind of percolates a little bit, maybe with one of the position related things because. We're going to get this tenth assistant, I think, eventually, and and you could potentially hire um, 
you know, or you could work around it and, and Brian could still coach offensive line and be the offensive coordinator. It's not like they're lacking for um, uh, guys in the Iowa football office that know things about offensive line play. Um, I, I would, I would venture to say Bobby Kennedy is probably going to get replaced, but I don't know that for a fact. Um, just because he was Greg Davis's guy, uh, so I think it's kind of natural we believe that. Um, but they have to hire a quarterback coach. David Ride just makes too much sense. He knows the landscape, knows what it's like to to be around the Iowa program. He could hit the ground running, so it makes a lot of sense. So. Um... In in amongst the hiring uh, the other day, or the announcement of the hiring, uh, they also released the two two deeps for next year. Tom, a couple of interesting pieces there. One of them, um, Michael Ohamudia, grabs the starting left corner spot, uh, according to to Kirk. When Joshua Jackson, of course, started there in the bowl game, he he drops back. Any insights on that? That's an interesting move uh, there. Just just looking at that. And then, of course, you know, it's pretty much what you expected out of that. There will be some guys. The, the next uh, question out of the two deeps is, is do they find a place for uh, A.J. Epinesa to to, uh, to start in those two deeps uh, sometime next year? Yeah, the Ojemudier news was a little bit of a surprise to me, um, just um, just because I, I don't think we saw that coming. But maybe it's something related with that side of the field and, they just think he's better on that side of the field than Josh Jackson would be on, on that side of the field, and that's why they've done it. But I I don't know that it's set in stone at this point. So um, they're thin at that position, though, still. Even, you know, they've got four with Cedric Boswell, who redshirted this past year. So um, they're going to have to, as Kirk said, I thought one of the more interesting comments he said the, uh, yesterday was um, basically – we're looking for help at uh, cornerback and wide receiver, and uh, I've not heard him say that before in, in such an open manner. So uh, I, I think they're open to trying to make an appeal to get some wide receivers and get some uh, defensive backs in here. Well, and certainly, I think that's a it's a good thing. You might you may as well be honest. And at the break, I was saying Brian Ferentz and anybody else who's affiliated with with the University of Iowa football program ought to be driving by Oliver's Oliver Martin's house with the sign out there that says there's room for you in the two deeps on the number one line. Don't worry. We'll, we're going to throw deep. Whatever. I mean, whatever. Ryan should be standing outside with a giant boom box playing yes. uh, Peter Gabriel yes. <laughs> in the middle of the night. Exactly. You know? <laughs> what, what, whatever it takes, whatever his favorite song is, I don't care. That sort of conversation needs to be happening, in my opinion, because as we as we all watched last night, stellar wide receivers can do some amazing things and make plays uh, when you need it in, in big games, and that's not a part of the offense that Iowa even had this year. Now they're going after. Uh, I see that they're going to hit a little harder after Harry Van Dyne and. Um... Even a little scuttlebutt about maybe uh, at, at the le- at the very least uh, that uh, Bo Corrales might still be interested if Iowa was interested in him. Any thoughts on those two guys? Yeah, Iowa hasn't had any initiated contact with Bo Corrales since he uh, uh, sent sent out his note, basically saying he was going to go look around. So um, I think they have 
at least at this point, moved on. Maybe uh, that relationship can rekindle, but um, I, I don't know that Iowa's going to... Um, I think it, it would probably take Bo coming back, basically saying, please take me back, and then maybe they would consider it. Um, but um, Van Dyne, uh, Brian Ferentz is going to go down and see him right when the period gets uh, gets activated here later this week. Uh, so that'll be important to get to him. And then uh, Oliver Martin's got to be their, one of their top priorities. He just has to be the top in-state player. He's at a position of desperate need. There's an opportunity for him to come in and play right away. Um, there's a lot working for Iowa there. Uh, hopefully, you know, he'll, he's going to take his visit to Michigan State. And, you know, he was rumbling about Auburn visits, uh, but we'll see if that ever materializes. But I just like, I keep hearing the kid wants to get the process over with, but I never see anything where it's like he's ready to get the process over with, if that makes sense. It's just, um, it doesn't seem to ever get anywhere with, with him in terms of kind of getting a final resolution to it. But he, the, the good news is he has not said no to Iowa yet. And uh, so that means they're still in the game. And until he says no to Iowa, I, I think um, they're going to be right there for him. He must be an analytical kid who's all of a sudden maybe even getting stung by uh, paralysis by analysis, but whatever. Real quick, Tom, before we have to let you go, uh, the Hawks look lethargic on Sunday but pulled out a win against Rutgers. And frankly, I thought they played a really good game from what I was able to see of the Iowa-Nebraska game. Over there in Lincoln, Nebraska, the surprise of the Big Ten currently uh, in terms of their record and, and whatnot, went to Northwestern and got beat. Was it they at, lost at home, actually. At home. Yeah, but Northwestern, is so your other surprise is Northwestern and right. Minnesota, but Nebraska's right up there. Well, Minnesota's played good all year, but I, I yeah, Nebraska, Nebra- Nebraska yeah, you would yeah. have never seen right. this coming. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the Hawks, and is there any chance on, on Thursday of them being able to uh, – to come through against Purdue after getting schlacked over there in in uh, West Lafayette. I always go back to like uh, that uh, Dumb and Dumber with Lloyd Christmas. So you're saying there's a chance. There's always you're a chance. There's a chance. Um, you know, I, it's not a good matchup for Iowa. I'll say that just because of the the size factor, and also they've got some physical guards. Matthias really got into Peter Jock last time. Peter's going to have to play. Uh, a great game for Iowa to have a shot at uh, at knocking them off. Um, they're going to have a shot, though. I think it'll be a lot closer, and they'll play a lot better than they did in West Lafayette. Um, and then they've got uh, Sunday. They go to Northwestern, who just went out to Nebraska and won. And, and uh, you know, Chris Collins and his team, is they're much better. And um, they're they're playing pretty well. And they're in the mix to maybe make the NCAA tournament this year. So... Um, they're they're going to need every win they can get, so that that'll be a tough one. Um, but yeah, Purdue is just it's a rough matchup for Iowa. But you know if they play, Iowa has to kind of pitch that perfect game to beat Purdue, and Purdue has to have an off night. They can't hit ten threes in the first half like they did right. in the first meeting. They do that, it's going to be a blowout again. All right, Tom, we'll let you go. We got about five minutes left here on our program. Uh, we'll catch you again next week. Okay. Okay. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thank you, Tom. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. 
check out his good stuff. There's a lot more on recruiting out there, by the way, if you're interested. It's, uh, you know, every day you can get some good stuff out there. They follow it pretty closely. Here's the deal. Extraordinarily closely. Extraordinarily closely. Um, yeah, Northwestern literally could – they've never made the NCAA tournament. Are they, the, like, the only team? The only team in, like, the Power, power 5 I conferences? I think they're the only one in the Power 5 conferences that hasn't. Well, I don't know. Now that you've, you've added some teams to the Power 5s in the last couple of years, but I think so. I think they I might think be. Have, but I know they're the only team in the Big Ten that's never done it and uh, never been, never even been into the field of 64. Uh, ironically enough, the location of one of Iowa's Final Fours, uh, that one that they lost, I believe, to San Francisco and Bill Russell in that group, was at the McGall Hall, which is currently Welsh Ryan Arena after it was re- uh, is that rebuilt right? uh, a few years back. But uh, anyway, um, um, I, I, he, Tom makes a good point about Purdue, unfortunately, and it's it's about their size. Hey, let's do it this way. Time now for our Templeton Rye last call. We're a couple minutes early, but by the, we won't rush it. By yeah. the way, Purdue's a tough matchup for everybody. Well, they are, and I, I think the the point there being not only they're a tough matchup for everybody, but the one type of team that Iowa is really going to struggle with is a team that has that kind of size and strength. There's there's Iowa's built to play with speed teams. They're built to play with a lot of different teams, but Purdue can literally just post up guys and throw it down low, and Iowa doesn't have a defensive answer so for that right now. So do you think that this full-court press that they unleashed the other night is an option against a team of that size. I think it might be one of the only ways. You, so they 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 tried it, and you give up a bunch of extra threes and, and such, or you give up. But they that might be one of the only ways that they can get the game going the way they want it to go and get a lead because of the size. I think it's it's something to point out. And what you're pointing out is so this is the exciting part. So I went to the Iowa Michigan game, and of course then you uh, the Nebraska game you referenced that the other night. Uh, from the other night, they lose it in double overtime, but they still were in it on the road, full crowd at Nebraska. They're playing as well as they can possibly play. Then Sunday against Rutgers, Iowa didn't play well and got behind and still found a way to claw back and win. Um, and in all three of these games, Iowa had uh, defensive lapses. And in all three of these games, Iowa found a way to turn up the D and turn up the offense, and uh, in this last one, it wasn't even Pete Jock that led the way offensively to the comeback. They found a way to come back. They took the lead against Nebraska. Should have won it. How about but your boy Yule? Well, you know, so as much critical as I've been, but you saw me tweeting about it. I mean, I, right in the middle of that game, I started to realize he's having himself the day that might get him a lot he more court minutes. He knocked down that yeah. first three. He got yep. the ball, knocked it down, and then he made a little turnaround shot in the lane. And then he got going on defense. I didn't he have like five blocks or something. Blocks and and, uh, and made a couple of free throws after missing a couple too. Had ten points, first time double figures for him all year. And he was he was a, he was a defensive presence. Dom Yule played a great ball game yeah. the other day, and he led the team back. Peter Jock had some nice minutes there, but he led the team back. And if it's going to be one or the other, what I like to see right now is that a couple of, the, the, of somebody else besides Pete can put the team on their right. back at some point in time and do it. So anyway, for for my Templeton right last call, I think they lose Thursday night. I yeah. think they do, unfortunately. Uh, and I think they lose at Northwestern. Northwestern is playing very good basketball. They're very well coached. And they're playing at home. I think this is a run of games where Iowa fans are going to start to question a little bit because I, I can't remember who's right up after this, but I Maryland, think it's three or four. Right. And they, they're going to have a run towards the end of the month and into February where they play a bunch of teams that they should probably stick with or win, beat at home. And it's probably going to even out somewhere in there. But this is, this is not a good, this, this part is not the good part of the schedule for them. I, no, I agree. I, there's no way you can pick for a, an upset against Purdue. Uh, they just, they're too big. They've got, they're they're 
center and their that power forward are just beasts and and they play the kind of defense that can get in your face that has already proven to be effective against Peter Jock. Um I'm what I'm really hopeful to, is to see is see the continued growth of the freshmen uh on the defensive end and um I love Pencil's game. Uh it's good to see Cook back. Uh Moss Bohannon is We've we've got a point guard for the next mm-hmm. four years. Yep. Uh, I don't think there's any question about that. Um, th- something tells me they, they might. You know, Northwestern is not a place Iowa has typically played very well. It seems I think they might win that one, but Thursday night. But I'll tell you what, you you mark my words. Thursday, Purdue's going to be about a seven or eight point favorite. This game this could come down. I'm not going to say the buzzer, but last minute or two. You think so? Yeah. This team does not play like a bunch of freshmen. They almost play like they're 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 too ignorant to know when they should be playing bad. <laughs> they're too stupid to know that they're well, not supposed to be in this uh, game. Fear, play this game with fear and ignorance. Fear and arrogance. Fear, fear, fear and ignorance. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no fear and arrogance. Fear and ignorance. All right, I, we'll see. We'll see. We, we can hope. Cross our fingers. Hey, thanks, Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com for checking in. Trent Condon back in the studio running things for us, making sure. Uh, Valley Dowling tonight on uh, on uh, the jock, I believe. So uh, Probably not on the Cub. Trent, probably not on the Cub. Checking with Trent. Join us next week here on the Huddle on 1700 and the Cub and Mediacom. This program is sponsored by 6-2 and Even on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and DC, noon to 3, and Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from 3 to 6 on 1700. 1700 KBGG, traffic update. Taking another quick look at the roadways, we are going to wrap things up accident-free in the metro this evening. Interstate of Main Route Travel in great shape out there. Have a safe ride home, and that's a look at traffic. 1700 KBGG with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. Well, for tonight, clear to partly cloudy skies. Going to be calmer and drier out there, a low near 26. Mostly cloudy Wednesday, a slight chance of showers, mainly to our east in the afternoon with a high of 37. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Here's a question for you. Do you know this song? Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs, almost note for note, they never set out to memorize? That's the power of sound. It's sticky. When you hear a song, or maybe a good advertising message, with some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets into your long-term memory even when you don't intend it to. You remember it because you heard it. That's why radio is the sticky advertising medium. You don't hear a newspaper or billboard, and really not a web page or a Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound, too. But advertising on TV week after week can be pretty expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then, when somebody's in the market for what you sell, who are they going to remember? If you want them to remember you, take advantage of radio. The power of sound. Jim owns a gym. And his personal trainers love printing fitness plans. But it takes more than love to run a business. Like ink. Lots of ink. That's why business owners like Jim go to Office Depot Office Max, where for a limited time, you can buy any HP ink cartridge and get the second one 40% off, online or in store. Because at Office Depot Office Max, we're here for you and the work you love. Office Depot Office Max. Gear up for great. 
And January 14th, limit two. Multipacks count as one. What are all the things you witness online in a day? Cats playing piano. Selfies on your feed. Your friend's picture being turned into a nasty meme that's been shared 50 times. 51. 52. When someone's being bullied online, it's hard to know what to do. Now you can speak up with the witness emoji. It looks like an eye in a speech bubble, and it's in the symbol section near the clocks in your phone. You'll let the world know it isn't cool, and you'll let your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Dr. William Jacobson, Capital Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. His entire family wishes everyone a festive, happy holiday season and also a great new year. Dr. William Jacobson, you know, when you're injured athletes, Dr. Jake works his hardest to get you back into the game. That's the first thing an athlete wants when you're down injured is to get back into the game. See their ad, Capital Orthopedic and Sports Medicine at sportspotlight.com and martyandmiller.com. Dr. William Jacobson, part of Capital Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Dr. Jake, when you're injured, he'll get you back into the game. Asset Protection Agency and the Brighton Companies have now merged into one firm now known as Asset Pros. Whether it's auto, home, life, commercial insurance, and employee benefits, we have experts in every area to service your insurance needs. We see this as an enhancement for our customers. We still have the same West Des Moines location, the same phone number, 515-223-1600, and the same great people working together to serve your financial and insurance needs. Asset Pros has evolved into one of the premier financial and business resource consulting firms in Iowa. We view our work with you as a partnership in helping you in your insurance buying needs. Asset Pros, making sense of today's financial and insurance choices. 515-223-1600. At Palmer's Deli and Market, we think the true measure of a sandwich is how good it tastes, not how long it is. That's why Palmer's uses only quality fresh ingredients when preparing our selection of sandwiches, soups, and salads. Our breads and desserts are baked from scratch every day right here in our own kitchens. And at Palmer's, we believe you don't have to sacrifice on taste to eat healthy foods. So when you're buying lumber, buy it by the foot. But when you're buying lunch and dinner, make sure you're buying it for the taste and quality. You'll find that nobody can measure up to Palmer's Deli and Market. Noble All-American, nine American brands backed by a low price, including 11000 off a new 2016 Ford F-150 XLT Crew Cab. $11,000 off right now at Noble Ford in Indianola and NobleAutoGroup.com.